Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I will continue what I started in the last episode, Mission 2 of Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow. That would be the Saulnier Cryogenics Lab in Paris, France. Well, honestly, as I said in the, in the episode previously, speaking about the first mission, the American, the United States Embassy in East, uh, Dil- in East uh, Timor, I should say, you know, the story doesn't even take too long to immediately intensify, and basically the story just intensifies almost minute by minute through each mission. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. So, based, so as we know, the cryogenic lab is in is in Paris, and the way you start the mission is you you're basically in a sub uh, on a on a abandoned subway tunnel. You kind of go through a climb down a, I think a service a service ladder, you know, maintenance service ladder through an, an abandoned tunnel in the, in the in the Parisian subway system. And basically, you basically there's like there's that one. Uh, train cart that's just sitting there and then you know there's, there's another tunnel by there then every like few uh i would say probably every 15 seconds or so uh the other tunnel you can see a train going through like you see the lights of that train and everything and you kind of see it like basically like that so i mean if you remember the mission you, you can basically you see like you're, you're on one abandoned tunnel that's like closed off and the other t- active tunnels right next to it you can there's a train that passes by like every 15 seconds or so 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 starting the mission like you know that far deep, you know, infiltrating the entire laboratory. I mean, you got to start out in, in the best place. So, so basically, uh, when when you arrive at the bit, ba- uh, excuse me, arrive at the lab, you basically uh, Sam Fisher basically realizes that the laboratory has been basically seized and seized and uh, by French and Syrian mercenaries, who of course, not surprisingly, are on the payroll of Mortified Penguin. And it's it's strongly suggested that these mer- that this mercenary group is heavily affiliated with the with the with the Sedano's militia as well. I mean, I, I would imagine you know if, if they were hired by Mortified Penguin, then obviously if they have Sedano's trust, then you know obviously they go through with it. So I don't think I don't recall if you ever learn uh, the name of, of this uh, of this mercenary firm that's used by these French and, and Syrian mercenaries as well. I'm not too sure, but basically the whole part of this mission is is to basically infiltrate as well, you know, gather more data, and I think basically you uh, eventually when, when you would uh, gather data, 
Fisher learns that these mercenaries were sent here to basically... It's hard to exactly be sure. Um, I'd imagine uh, it's obviously to, to destroy, uh, to uh, obtain data themselves, but I think the ma their main objective was to basically seize all the ND-133 containers. And according to the notes from Mauritius, the ND-133 containers, I believe, they're the self-contained cryogenics uh, containers uh, that the, 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 that are used for like storing human brains at cryogenic temperatures like because remember you learned in the cryogenics lab that I think like a, a couple of bodies were frozen and then their brains I think pulled out I mean I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly I mean the, the, this whole thing with Pandora tomorrow with the cryogenics lab is it's one super mysterious thing after another it, it, it's really hard to get all the glory details into your head but but I think it was actually in this mission where you actually learned that Mortified Penguin is actually Norman Soth because late, like based on the final part of mission, or well, I would say like as you kind of go through the mission, Sam I think over, is told the overhears I think on the on the on the on the radio of the mercenaries that that there's a security guard by the name of Francois Coudebuff, who's a a security guard for the lab who who actually took a picture of Mortified Penguin on his cell phone so. And then he, he went on and uh, he barricaded himself in, in, in the process, in the, in the body processing room, so. <clears throat> and, and I guess, you know, now we know why the, the mercenaries want him dead, you know, because, you know, he has a picture of Mortified Penguin, and they, and they can't let that get in the wrong hands, but eventually Sam Fisher is able to, able to do it. But, you know, um, so I got the Solonier Cryogenics Lab as well, so again, it's a, it's a laboratory in Paris, and it's, it specializes in the field of cryogenics. <clears throat> it's obviously, you know, research development involving cryogenic science. And it's basically, and I think uh, it involves, you know, putting humans through a sleep, you know, through freezing them or something like that. So, um, and I think based on the story, you, you kind of learned that the laboratory, that Saulnier has had been known to uh, of accepting people, uh, people had sent requests to have their brains frozen. So they can actually re reawaken in the future. I mean, it, it sounds a bit shady as well, but it's it, it's scientific experiments as well. And and I think and then you learn that, that the brains of those who, who requested to be frozen, their brains are stored in a device that's known as the ND one thirty three, and the bodies are actually uh, and the bodies are actually placed in what they call a frozen mortuary. So it's a. Uh, like I said, it's all it's all a mysterious thing. I mean, I'm sure in cryo. I mean, I'm not sure if they do this in cryogenics. If I mean, if if this is only in the game or if this is based on real life cryogenics. I mean, I don't know too much about it. But yeah, the ND one thirty three, the ND is actually you know it's it's a, it's also known as the the pox box that's also used in the from the game and and basically these French and Syrian mercenaries they break in they they break into the the labs to steal the ND one thirty threes. And to steal data, and then as we know that they're going around destroying all the computers to break, to destroy any evidence of their break-in and their crime. So, and again, and the ND-133, the best way to describe it is merely a storage device that's for human brains, you know, that again, that are removed at the request of these particular clients. They want it to be cryogenically frozen and then be unfrozen in the future when they see fit, so... So those those so those mercenaries break in. They they steal it, you know, under the orders of the Daradundo, which again is led by Sedano, who's also in collaboration with Norman Soth. And again, in, in this in the in this mission, you you learn that the identity of Mortified Penguin is Norman Soth, and I, Mortified Penguin is just 
basically his, his alias. Because you know Norman, because you also learn Norman Soth is actually still an active member of the CIA. So, so that's why. So I guess he has an, an, an alias to kind of keep his cover. So at first it, it seems as though Norman Soth may be undercover, but I think eventually it kind of comes to the point where you realize, no, it's this is no undercover mission. This is Norman Soth actually being a rogue agent, if you will. So. So basically, uh, once you get through the lab, you find that tunnel, when you get past the first two mercenaries, you come across a room that's like on fire. You, you can't really get past it, but you have to actually pull your gun out. And there's actually uh, one, one of those uh, fire sprinklers on top. You have to actually shoot the shoot the wheel or something like that and with the gun, and th then, it's, then it sprays the water everywhere, and then, then the fire gets, gets extinguished, or at least part of the fire. So, so then you, you learn that, you know... The lab has been taking control, and uh, <clears throat> and I think the I think you learn eventually that one of the bodies I think was was for some sort of unknown agent that they that they talk about, but I I, I never quite got to the, I never really quite got that information. But of course, you go through on the base, you learn that you know the, the lab laboratory staff are all dead, and that the, the mercenaries are once again you know covering up their attack, you know, because you know that that's usually how they got to do it. They got to make sure that you know like that. I mean. I don't know exactly what they were planning on setting up the lab to look like, if to make it look like it was some sort of accident or whatnot, so. <clears throat> so eventually, so you start out through that, you make, you go through the, the simple parts of the labs, and then there's one part, you get near the boiler room, and then I think you're, you're, you're uh, Sam is alerted that a bomb has been, uh, has been, uh, how do you say, armed, and it, it, it quickly, you know, set to explode, and I guess that, that's part of the, uh, that's that's part of the cover up. I, I guess the mercenaries wanted to make it look like they were attacked by an unknown enemy force or something like that. So, but but I remember you know you you defuse it and, and the bomb is not difficult to get to, but what's what's you know, what seems like the challenge is to prevent the mercenaries from from killing from destroying all the computers to to, to kill the evidence because you know, all these computers that you that Sam Fisher gets to there's always these data sticks that are like information that are useful to the game like you know it even helps you with the objectives objectives of the game as well. So. <clears throat> so after that, uh, th that's basically in the laboratory's front offices, and then eventually you, you get close to the mortuary or, or to the freezing labs as well, and then I think basically, yeah, I remember you come across a room where, where all the where, where the brains, all those frozen brains are just dumped on the ground, and all the ND-133 devices are, are gone, and I, I, I think... Uh, and, and I, I think basically based on the information, Lambert tells Sam that these brains be be were were of belonged to French citizens or something like that. Obviously, some of them have to be scientists if they were if they were willing to put such such a request. I mean, in my honest opinion, I would not be comfortable me be frozen me, me put into into a into a hibernation sleep through cryogenic freezing and having my brain taken out. <laughs> I would not be comfortable going through such a process because that process not only seems extremely dangerous and risky, but uh, it kind of seems extremely painful and sophisticated. But these kinds of experiments, they're meant to be sophisticated, aren't they? Hmm. Go figure. So after, you know, and I find that mysterious because when you find the brains and then when Sam is talking to... Uh, to Lambert, and I, <laughs> I find it funny how even Sam is part of the dialogue. Sam actually says to Lambert... You can't murder the dead. Murder the dead, because it kind of seems like that's what the freaking terror, what those mercenaries did, like by dumping the brains. But I guess it, it makes sense, because I, I guess if the brains were taken out of the storages, I mean the the brains kind of like, 
uh, I don't know if, I, if, if they, they dissolve or go ripe or whatever. So I, so I guess technically it kind of is a murder in, in a case. Um, it, it's really difficult, honestly. So after that, I think that's where Lambert informs Sam about a security guard who, again, is uh, by the name of Francois Coudeboff. And remember, I'm French-American, so I can do it with the accent. Who actually, again, you know, with his cell phone, managed to actually take a picture of, the, of who's responsible for this attack, which, again... Is Norman South. So Norman South actually led the led the attack on the massacre on, on the on the on the cryogenics lab on Solonier. So I mean, I said he ordered all the staff to be murdered. I mean, like I said, you go through the lab, yeah, you, you find these, you find science, you know, all these scientists. You, you find them, you know, they, they were all they were murdered. I mean, it's part of a massacre. So so I guess Francois Coudebuff is the only one that managed to survive. I mean, he, I guess basically when they stormed in, started killing everybody. Francois Coudebuff basically found himself in a position to where he was in the right place at the right time. He took a picture of the man he assumed to be the leader, and then he ran away, and then he uh, he barricaded himself behind uh, the body processing room. So, so eventually, when when Sam gets close to him, like you know, you come across three three mercenaries shooting at the door, but it, obviously it doesn't work. And then I, I think they managed to get some explosives or get an exploding barrel and plan to detonate it because remember. The door to the processing room is not just a simple door. Like it's it's a heavy it's a heavy door. It's like a heavy metal. It's like a door that's you know, a, a heavy secured door. Like it's like I think the way to open it, there's like a it's like, it's like a submarine it's like a submarine hatch style kind of door. It's not like a door with a code or the doorknob or something like that. I mean, like I said, it's a very it's a very heavily heavily secured door. So. So at this point, basically, uh, so Sam eventually finds uh, Francois, and then, and then, and I remember he tells that he tells Francois that Sam is from the phone company, that there's been a recall, and and then and then Sam, and then I think, uh, and then Sam eventually uploads the picture from the phone. I think he takes the phone's uh, SIM card or something like that, or and then basically, and then uploads it, and then they get a picture. That's where they're able to, posit to positively identify mortified penguin as Norman Soth. So. <laughs> So like that, so, so this mission was actually pretty honestly straightforward. But there were some parts that were a little bit challenging, but but you know, but now that this mission really, there's really not much to think about. You're just going after some data, to, you know, hoarding some intel on on the current operation. So, but you know, honestly, it, it's it's really hard to um, you know, there's there's some things that really. Uh, it's it's really hard to explain, but basically, because you know, I always wondered, though, know, how did these mercenaries manage to actually seize the place? You know, and I would imagine, based on on the beginning of the mission, when you, when you when you go through a there's a room, there's a room of the laboratory and the train station again, that abandoned subway tunnel. You know, there was the entrance to the hole. That, you know, it was on fire, so that would that would actually tell me. I guess that's where the, that's where the mercenaries kind of broke through. You know, but but you know, then again, I I sometimes wonder how they they were able to get through the abandoned tunnel, because going through those service uh, ladders that that Sam Fisher starts uses when he's at, at the beginning of the mission, it wouldn't have it, that ladder isn't enough to get all through all, all these all these uh, dozens of mercenaries with all these grenades and explosives and supplies or whatever. So, so it really tells you that this lab was kind of hidden in a sense because you know it, it's hid behind an abandoned subway tunnel. I mean. Although you, you do get to a point of mission where you kind of go through the front desk, like th through the main entrance, and if you go by the front door, there's actually there's actually a, a, a van or two outside. So I'd imagine they also came through the front as well. 
So, so I'd imagine the mercenaries kind of did like they came in through two different ways, you know, cause, you know to kind of like you know to catch everybody everybody by surprise. So, <clears throat> so um, and uh, honestly, uh, there's actually something else that, that kind of came out. Oh, you know, and I always remember like you know one part if there's an angle by the door if if you get to it in the correct way you can actually see the Eiffel Tower. So. So I'd imagine the, the Somnia cryogenics wasn't really hidden to the public, although I, I mean, although I, I wouldn't have, I, I'd imagine, you know, what happened eventually in the aftermath of the lab, so. <clears throat> so, uh, I really don't know, but I, I always found it interesting, again, like how I mentioned at the beginning of the mission, when, when you're on that abandoned subway tunnel, and there's like passing trains on the tunnel next to it, and then, you know, and, and these trains, you know, they produce a big light, and. At the beginning of the mission, you got, you got to be careful because if, if those two mercenaries in that little tunnel see you, then yeah, you're spotted, and that's uh, that doesn't turn out to be pretty good. So, so that's basically kind of the story of the game. So now I'm gonna kind of give my thoughts on the mission. Personally, personally, I liked it. It's a slightly bit more difficult than the first mission, but again, that that's usually how it's supposed to go. You know, it, it starts out easy, but then then the challenges really start to. Uh, Really start to escalate and intensify, but you know that's part of the challenge, and that's what I like. But, but again, I found I found it so freaking mysterious how the, these experiments with 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 you know freezing bodies and I guess pulling out the brains or whatever something about again like some like again you know bodies being stored away in quote frozen mortuary. So I guess if if the bodies are stored, I guess they're they're put in a in some sort of morgue, but with through a freezing uh, with freezing circumstances or something like that. So I mean, again, I'm not I'm not sure, but we know that the brains were stored in the ND one thirty three, and this I guess this process is like humans are put in a period of of a quote prolonged sleep through freezing, so the bodies are frozen, and then the brains are then the brains are taken out and then put in the ND one thirty three, and then the bodies are. Or stored away, and again, in what they call a frozen mortuary, which it seems a bit fascinating, but it seems extremely mysteri mysterious as well. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. So, but you know, but then I learned, you know, that the that the mercenaries had no interest in the brains. I mean, they just wanted the ND133, so they just literally pulled the brains out, threw them on the floor as if those brains were common, common trash, and you know, and like that. So. So I figured, you know, from a standpoint of a story, it makes sense what the mercenaries intended on doing. And believe it or not, believe it or not, there's actually a backstory on Francois Kudabov. He actually has his own little Splinter Cell biography. <laughs> so as we know, he he was a security guard in the cryogenics lab. I'd imagine he was probably the only survivor. Although I am super curious to know what his uh, how do you say it? like basically what 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 went on for him after that as well like. What what his fate was or something like that. There's actually well now I remember there's actually a couple of ways like after you you finish a after you, you take Francois's phone and then upload the picture for third echelon to uh for, for third echelon to be able to identify mortified penguin. If you go back up the through the through the air vent when you when you came in that room, those mercenaries are preparing to actually detonate that <clears throat> that explosive barrel. And there's actually a, a, a little uh, valve as well next to some of the mercenaries. If you shoot it, I think the pressure in that room intensifies, and all, all, all those terrorists, I think, they either pass out or, or, get, or get killed. I forget. Okay, yeah, yeah actually, yeah, yeah, you, you do kill them, I, I think, because there's a panel, like, uh, the, 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 but basically, uh, 
again, uh, it, it was diff- I mean, it's difficult because you know, I'm, I'm kind of because I'm basically looking at the uh, kind of remembering right now in my head, but but there is actually a way to save Francois, but but again, you know, his ultimate his ultimate fate r- remains unknown. So. <clears throat> So I, I think basically again, like when you go through that air vent, there's actually a valve uh, that you can shoot. That then it releases some sort of steam, and all these mercenaries that are preparing to like blow the the door off, you know, with an explosive barrel. I think it kills them. So, so in a, so basically, you you do uh, you you do say Francois, but again, you know, he's he's he remains in that room, and he was actually he was actually shot and wounded. So. So I, I really don't know uh, what, what became of him eventually, but but you save him, and I and I, and I think that's uh, that's pretty it, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty interesting indeed. But you know, but really, there's there's other thing you can do. You can let the, let the terrorist like kind of like blow the door off, and then that kills Francois, and then Lambert actually does scold you for it. I mean, you can actually go look look at other like YouTube videos. You know, if you put in randomly Francois Kuda buff, I'm sure it'll show you what happens. You know, if he dies or whatever. So, it's uh, like I said, you know, it, it's a, it's a bunch of options, but I felt like saving Francois is actually uh, is is actually pretty uh, pretty interesting. So, yeah. So again, you know, after that, you know, we don't know exactly what ha- what happened to him, but I, I'd imagine that you know. That the French military or the, or, the, or the police, you know, eventually seized the laboratory and you know saw what happened, and I imagine they found him and rescued him or whatever. But, but again, you know, we don't know. But, but I really am curious to know uh, what ended up happening, you know, and, and I was really curious to know what ended up happening in the lab uh, afterwards. But uh, unfortunately, we'll never know. But this mission is uh, very enjoyable, very challenging. And honestly, uh, like I said, you know, learning all these things about the, the frozen brains and whatever, I mean, that, that, that was just something that previously I had never ever seen before. Although I was aware of, of, the, of the cryogenics uh, kind of science, I mean, if you know Mr. Freeze from Batman, then, then, you, know all, then, then you know a little thing, a thing or two about it. You learn a thing or two about some uh, cry, by cryogenic science. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I'll see you all next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.